Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. chicken it was kind of cute but like i don't know he just you know he was my generation's flavor flavor yeah but did you ever see the miles more talented because he did beats (laughs) and shit um did you ever see the dave Chappelle opening monologue from snl yes i did (laughs) my great-grandfather would have said Man, you got sold more times than I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. He said some uncomfortable shit. He really Where the audience was kind of like, oh, I don't well, know if I'm supposed to laugh at that. Well, I love like, when they do that I know. shit. It's, well, him and Bill Burr. Like, they both yeah. did that shit. And it was like. Bill Burr sounded like he was bombing. <laughs> I know. But I was cracking up. because I, I was, was fucking dying. Because I was like, well, that's Bill Burr. Like, you know, but these people, it's like, yeah. You know. It's a very safe place. You yeah. Know, like that. But um, I fucking, anytime I hear a comedian who don't give a fuck is going to be on SNL. I'll fucking tune in. Dude. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I have to see it, but I haven't seen um, a lot of the bits that he did. I saw a couple of them. And honestly, I, I love Dave Chappelle. Seemed a little rusty. Some yeah. of those bits. You know? Well, they, everybody, I, I haven't really watched all I ever watched was like the presidential bits, like the, Oh my God. When uh, uh, they had um, uh, Jim Carrey playing Biden about uh, winning the election the day that he, he won um, the day that they basically affirmed that he was the president elect and he was playing Biden. And he's like, um, he's like, we're not here to, you know, uh, pump our chest. And then Maya Rudolph playing Kamala was like, yeah, but a little. And he's like, no, we're not about to talk to that loser. <laughs> and then he did that. He goes, La who? Zaher. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And you hear the audience going, and I was like, going, oh shit. I go, it's not, I go, most of it wasn't because of the whole Biden. It was because he did, he brought fucking, he brought that shit back. <laughs> oh, um, well, let's do the intro. 
<laughs> Shall we? You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all that clickbait clutter we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. And I'm Adam Riley. So this isn't in the show notes. This is a secret topic. <laughs> it's just because it's real brief and I just thought about it. I was watching some um some some YouTubers that review video games and stuff that I trust their um opinion on. And the PlayStation 5 is getting rave reviews, bro. Like, especially the controller. Like, there's the controller, this game, yeah. There's this game that comes with the PlayStation or something, but it was raining in the game, and somehow he said that the, the, the controller, the vibration is so advanced, it feels like it's raining on your hand. And then, you're just not um, peeing on it? <laughs> probably. And then also, I didn't know this, but the triggers are force feedback. Oh, really? So he was playing Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yeah. And when he shot the web, it was really loose because you just, you know. Right. But he said he felt it when it hits the building. Hmm. And it tenses up. I'm like, I did not know that. That's next level shit, dude. So, and then I guess this is kind of just silly, but the grip pattern for the controller, if you zoom in, it's the X's, triangles, O's. And squares, <laughs> the places, but, but um, yeah, and he, you know, obviously the console, the the graphics are good and stuff like that. But he said the setup. This is from a dude um called Beat 'Em Ups. He doesn't need me to promote him, but um, I, he's just a cool dude. Uh, but the setup was not as easy as the Xbox. The Xbox, you just log in and it just yeah. I've remembers. heard I've heard that. I've heard issues with that, and I've also heard the uh, the download queue error yeah. that they're coming across. I hear, I hear say, there's a bunch of glitches. There's a little, lot of... On the PlayStation? Yeah. yeah. He didn't say nothing about that, but I mean, that's expected. I, a few, if you hence, why, hence, day, hence why you never buy anything on launch day. Exactly. If you buy something on launch day, it's going to happen. Especially because right. the server's being overtaxed and stuff yeah. like that. But um, one thing that was cool is when you were doing the setup, it said, if you have a disc, throw it in, we'll install it while you're doing the setup. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but the... What was it? Oh, at the end... He said the Xbox, this was kind of, kind of an interesting way of putting it. He said the, when he, he, I I didn't read it or didn't watch his Xbox review. The Xbox to me is a no brainer. Like if you, because of the way Microsoft is doing it, it's like, if you like, if you liked Xbox now, you're going to like the new one. Right. They didn't even really change the interface. Like it's just an upgrade of hardware. Um, But he said that the Xbox series X and S seems like a computer. It feels like a computer, which know. which basically it is. Right, he said. But the even looks like a tower. <laughs> right, he said. The PlayStation Five feels like a game console, like it's it's begging you to play video games. Like it's it's not trying to do anything special. Just play video games the best it possibly can, and I like, take that the way you want. But it was the way he was saying it was kind of like okay, so you can see how the two companies are splitting a bit in direction of how they want to go. Cause Microsoft wants this whole, you know, gaming ecosystem. Sony doesn't have that. Right. So they're just going to focus on that. But the thing that I'm, I was super um, interested in was the controller. I mean, just the controller sounds sexy. Yeah. I've heard the controller is actually probably one of the highlights. Um, I've, I've, I've seen some reviews that say like, you know, the, the PlayStation Five is like next generation, but it's not quite there yet. 
Yeah. Um, it's like it, it's aspiring to be something which they said they might see like in the um, maybe the slim or something but like he that. Said, he said that, and I agree with that, but he said that um, it reminds it, the PlayStation 5 reminds him of Nintendo because mm-hmm. they did a lot of shit that's innovative and it's just time will tell. And the problem is that Sony does this sometimes where they come out with something and then nothing happens. Right. So we'll see. But I don't think they'll do that with their fucking controller. You know, but we'll see. <laughs> They've surprised <laughs> me before. Yeah. Uh, there's another thing, too, because it has that speaker on the uh, on the controller still. Oh, right. So when he's playing Spider-Man, the the uh, the web sound comes from the controller. Little shit like that's cool. Like I, I my favorite version of GTA five was always on the PlayStation. Because the controller, when the cops were chasing you, if you were in a dark room, the light on the controller would alternate blue and red. <laughs> so your whole room looked like the cops was chasing you. And then your your phone. Then if you have somebody who's actually wanted. But then if you have somebody who's actually wanted by the cops would be kind of running in your room. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> right. I'm on the lamb. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, please carry on with the show um, properly. <laughs> properly. Um, so uh, this was actually something that I thought was kind of slick by Roku. Um, well, actually, first let me before I get to that. Um, there's been a lot of people for a while that have been kind of like irritated, and I was kind of irritated too that Apple Plus, T- Apple TV Plus, wasn't available on the Xbox or PlayStation. And I was like, it's been a year. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's on everything else, but. Why is it on this? Well, like about a week ago, it finally arrived on the Xbox One. And then on launch of the PlayStation 5, it's available on the PS5. So uh, it the, the, the login, because I logged in on the Xbox and the login is basically the same. You just kind of log in your account, nothing extra special. Um, but it just, it was, it was kind of cool that it was actually on there because that was, you know, because we lost the Roku in our, uh, in the living room. I had to hook up my Xbox and that was the only, you know, only streaming service that I was like, I got the free year and the free year ends in February. But I was like, I got the free year, but it's the only one I can't watch on here. <laughs> like it was kind of annoying, um, but it's available on there. And, and when I said that it was coming to the Xbox, uh, uh, one of my friends says like, now it just needs to come to the PlayStation. And like, you know, a week later it came out on the PlayStation. Yeah. So, so you can do it. And to be honest, you know, Apple TV plus, in the beginning, I was talking a lot of shit because of the the rumors that I heard about. It was going to sound kind of boring, but it's actually pretty decent. Some pretty decent stuff, original movies on there. So, you know, definitely stuff to watch. And, you know, for like five bucks a month, it's not really much. Right. Um, But the big one that I was, Roku dropped kind of a middle finger to fucking HBO. So if you've been keeping score, Roku, along with Amazon, is are the only two streaming services that that have not come to an agreement with HBO Max. So meaning that you can get the HBO um, app on there, but you don't get that HBO Max, which still is kind of stupid because Amazon and HBO have like 80 million people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, what are you doing, dude? Um, so Roku had a massive update. And even with updates, you never get emails from Roku. This time no, I they did. They just do it. They just do it. This time it came with an email. And I was like, what and buried at the bottom which i think was something they weren't trying to say like we're not gonna like go out and say but we're letting you know because you know people will pick up on it airplay has come to roku Mm -hmm. so now 
you can actually take your HBO Max from your iPad or your iOS device and throw it up on Roku. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I was really happy that, because um, I didn't even realize, it didn't even dawn on me for HBO Max, but I was just happy that AirPlay fucking came to Roku. Yeah. Because I have, my whole house has Roku's. That's the main thing we use. And my iPhone just doesn't know how to talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it only works with, um, it doesn't work with the cheapest Roku, does it? Or am I tripping? Um, it, I think it works. I don't know about the cheapest one, but um, the streaming stick that I have, which is like the fifty dollar one, um, yeah, it works with. Okay, it worked beautifully with because I I did it on my on my the one in my room, and um, really easy to use. You just go to the you have to go into your settings, and there's the AirPlay HomeKit. If you have a HomeKit, you can use that too. But if you go to the AirPlay, and you um, go to that go to that you can actually and then turn on your ipad or i um or iphone and if you you know pull the down screen where you have like all the you know the play the record and stuff like that you'll see a little button that will be the connector and your roku should show up in there you just tap that and then select and play and you're good to go so i was watching point break the other day on my (laughs) because you know johnny utah That's right. <laughs> so I thought that was the greatest fuck you to HBO Max. Um, so until they fucking block it somehow, I don't even know how they would. Though. I don't know how they would block it because that's, they'd have to fuck with the deal they made with Apple, and Apple ain't gonna have that. So. Yeah. So um, and it's AirPlay, so it's not anything through the apps. It's just through AirPlay. That would be yeah, like saying yeah, because well, you're legit running it off your phone, right? So, so um, now, but, now Roku could basically be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, we have to talk no. to you. You know, if people got iPads. Most people got, you know, I mean, what? What about Android Apple, people? Can, it, can Android people do it? Um, I don't, I think they can cast off of, off of an Android device. I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into it. Um, okay. But, you know, I mean, Apple has what, 50, 56% of the market. So, you know. Yeah. So it's like you have some type of Apple device. You can just throw it up on there. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. So I was like, oh, sweet, we can do that. Um, but it's also cool for apps that, you know, don't have Roku or any type of TV uh, interface. So, you know, if you have an app on your phone, like there's one that I noticed because um, we just uh, we just ditched Spectrums to get rid of or um, to get rid of their streaming TV, um, which is the next part. But this one here was sometimes I want to watch local news, but you know the most of the news channels have streaming all day streaming apps for free and um eight um, channel seven here in la has one that's on roku but channel five doesn't and they run like all day and i thought oh that's kind of cool i can download that app to my phone or to my um, ipad and then cast it on the tv so if i want to do that so it makes it good for apps that aren't available on there or don't have a roku interface um but this leads into my next one which is I just discovered this the other day because I just was getting fed up with Spectrum because we have the Spectrum TV service and we've had their app. And for some reason, and I know it's not just me, but it's on Roku, iOS, and Xbox, the app will freeze at certain points, will automatically go into a buffering mode for one reason, or just go black on my Xbox. Um, And I know they have like after five hours, the app kind of shuts off, Um, but most of them do that. But the thing is, is that after an hour, it'll just like go black, and and it was irritating because it's like I'm paying twenty five bucks for this, and no other app that I have, Pluto, Netflix, 
Hulu, Disney Plus, even fucking Crackle. <laughs> you know, <laughs> none of those none of those apps do that. And it kind of became a point and they just had raised the price on us last month. So I was like, you know, it was already kind of annoying. But at this point it was like because we were paying 80 bucks with our internet and the TV service. So it was like, okay, that's that's pretty decent. And then last month it jumped to 105 bucks. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And plus $16 just to have broadcast. It was like, dude, that's that's a lot. Um, so we were looking to get out of it. So we were like, okay, well, maybe we'll just buy an HD antenna and, and you know, try our luck with that. And then one time I just decided... On, I Google searched free local streaming or can, um, can I stream uh, local channels for free? And then I got this one that was talking about um, uh, getting like Sling and then using a TV service for locals because Sling doesn't offer locals. Mm-hmm. But I saw this. They say, yeah, but there is an app called Locast and it is free digital streaming of your local stations. And it's only available in like 26. Phoenix is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Los Angeles, New York City, all of, and, and most of those. But it's nice that Phoenix was fucking involved this time because it's usually. <laughs> I know. I, I Phoenix was, is like the largest city that gets left out. Yeah, I was looking at that too. And I go, oh, it's in there. Cool. And the, it's easy as shit because you just get the app. And the app's available pretty much anywhere. They do supply on donations. The one downside, but it's free. So you kind of can't bitch about it. But I know people that even for free when they hear an ad, they bitch about it. They'll prompt you for donations. Um, and, uh, I mean, free. it's free. That's exactly. Um, and uh, it'll show up usually at the beginning of the app, So, or sometimes in a commercial it'll show up, and it'll kind of be like, okay, this is kind of a, it, you might think, like, this is kind of annoying, but it's fucking free. So yeah. um, I only experienced one issue where it came up um, more than once, and then it kind of went into this like buffering mode for a second, and I was like, "That's weird." Oh, but, the fucking ad service is fucking nuts. Yeah, and so I just hit the back button on the Roku, um, and then entered back in the channel again, and it was fine. Does um, it go away if you donate? Uh, well, yeah, if you donate, they'll like if you donate like five bucks, um, it'll take the ad out of there. But I was like, I would, just, I would just donate five bucks, call it a day. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, but it's, it's still free. It gets you all your local channels and great quality. Um, so it was, it was really cool to see those. And plus there's this, there was this channel that's only available on, um, antenna TV and can't even get it on spectrum. And it's called heroes and icons. And, uh, every night from eight o'clock to like one in the morning, it's a star Trek marathon. Nice. At eight o'clock they show TOS. Then the next hour is an episode of TNG then DS9, then Voyager, then Enterprise. How, um, do, do you get good signal off the digital antenna where you are? Um, it, it depends. We have a cheap ass one. Like we have one that was under 20 bucks. We would, if we were going to, we, we thought that if we upgraded, we'd upgrade to something a little like 20, 25 bucks. Um, and, um, but, um, it's okay. The, the only downside is obviously, you know, when it gets really hot, the signals kind of get fucked up. Yeah, like I have a $40 antenna. We don't use it, but um, I got it at one point to try it out. Mm. And um, at my old place, it worked perfectly. Mm. But now I'm fur- I'm further away from Phoenix and it oh, yeah. 
it's kind of spotty, you know, but it was, uh, the one thing about digital, <laughs> the digital over the air, like channels, they either come in or they don't. Yeah. Like, there's no in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the so. rabbit ears, I was able to tweak it. But the thing is, is that certain channels that I want to get would come in clear, but other channels won't. So yeah. like w- based off of the setup that I had now, like my local channels, two, four and five would come out, but anything below that wouldn't. <laughs> so, um, but then I would get a lot of the, the other local channels, a lot of Vietnamese channels. Um, but mm-hmm. I actually found the uh, low cast to work out pretty well. And if you want, you can try it out. It's available. You know, you just have to have an email, you know, you just have to sign up with using an email, but I used my spam email, so it doesn't really matter. Um, which you should be using for any time you have to sign up for free shit, use a yep. spam email. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they will, they, it's a guarantee they're going to sell your email. Oh yeah. So to something exactly. to make money. So, so, um, so yeah, it, it's, it's cool. I was watching it and, um, it works, it works beautifully. Like I can get all my local channels, um, and PBS channels. So, you know, I recommend trying it out. And like I said, yeah, you get the free, it's free, but you get that ad that pops in every once in a while but it's usually during the commercial breaks so it, well, you know and it's don't don't five bucks yeah or throw them five. it bothers you that much right it, if it bothers you that much you throw on five bucks a month you're good to go if you have time to be on twitch <laughs> all day <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is is low cast is providing you with a much more tangible service exactly than a twitch thought <laughs> exactly because so. at least you you know you and the family can get something out of out of the local streaming app so, so yeah, so I wanted to get you guys to throw it out there and let you guys know that there is a stream. If you're thinking of cutting the cord, it's a good one because we're, we're using that now with Pluto and um, all the streaming servers. We're thinking about getting Philo because it's 65 channels at like 20 bucks mm. and um, it's 15 more channels than Spectrum was offering with and $5 cheaper. Um, I'm thinking about cutting Hulu TV. Yeah. It's not using it that much. Yeah, I mean, we have, you know, we have basic Hulu, but I was like, you know, for 20 bucks, we could get just, you know, some extra channels. They also have MTV Classic on that bitch. Yeah. I was like, isn't this shit on Pluto, though? No. Uh, I thought it was. I'm not sure if it we is. Have, we have Samsung TV, yeah. which is like a combination of a bunch of different things. And they have yeah. a shit ton of channels on it. Like, if you buy a, if, if you just want to have free TV and you're buying TV, buy a Samsung TV. Yeah. Because it, you have a shit ton of channels on there. Or just download um, Pluto TV because it's like, there's a shit ton of channels, a lot to just have on the background. Um, they have a lot of, because it is owned by CBS, there is a lot of like, you know, CBS content. So a lot of like, um, some of their, a lot of the reality shows, a lot of their music channels are on there. Um, a lot of comedy stuff. So it's really cool. It's got a lot of array. If you like classic Doctor Who, I mean classic, like before the reboot, that has a dedicated channel. Star Trek has a dedicated channel. I don't even know what's going on with Narcos Doctor has a, Who anymore. Nar- Narcos has a, de- a dedicated channel. Uh, but um, have yeah, you been watch- have you been watching Doctor Who? I watched yeah of the last the latest season that happened. Yeah, I watched yeah. that. Um, it's all on HBO Max now. I think I stopped watching it around when the chick took over. Yeah, the it's on. If you have HBO Max, all every season from two thousand five on is on there. Um, so that, that not uh, my doctor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like Pluto has old Doctor Who, everything from the before, like from in the '90s all the way back to the '60s. Yeah. So that that's cool. Um, 
but yeah, you know, they show the IT crowd on there. Um, have a lot of shit on there. If you like classic eighties, they got they have they actually added three movie channels, seventies, eighties, and nineties. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. So yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of alternatives. Um, if you actually need cable, um, if you want news, I just use the CBSN app. Um, because they can give you national, local, national news, breaking news, and then you have, you know, all day news streams from a lot of the major cities. Oh yeah, if you have a CBS All Access too, yeah, you'll you'll get that, you'll and get, they you get, get that in their sports thing. Yeah, you get their you can get your local news on there. You can if you get live, you can see live TV on there, so you can get like in here in LA they have Channel Nine and Channel Two, so when mm-hmm. you know you can watch the news when that that comes on. But yeah, you can do all that through there. Channel 7, Los Angeles, ABC 7 here has their own dedicated apps. So you can, so it's, there's, a, there's a lot of alternatives to to sticking to regular cable. Yeah. Cut the fucking cord, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as we do every week before, um, well, actually, no. As we do every week, uh, there's going to be some news that probably slipped under your radar this week. So, uh Let's get down to it. So, um, this I was, yeah, since it's released in 2015, many people wondered how long the free tier of their, of Google's unlimited photo uploads would last. Well, we have it six years late last year, late last week, Google sent out an email and a push notification that starting June 1st, 2021, all high quality photos and videos will be counted against their, your Gmail cap at 15 gigs. For the longest time, photos have been exempt from the cap, but Google in recent weeks has been getting rid of it. Being the last holdout of charging for cloud storage, this means if you don't clear out your Google account with Google Docs, info, or your email, this could, this could cause you to run out of space rather quickly. Now, it's important to note that all photos uploaded before June, the June 1st deadline will not be counted against your cap. It'll, only, it'll be any photo uploaded on or after that date. So there's that. So to be honest, their upgrades aren't all that expensive. You can get 100 gigs for 2 bucks a month or $20 a year or up to 2 terabytes to t- for $10 a month or $100 a year. If you aren't willing to pay, well, better start deleting some of those emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, everyone charges for cloud yeah. service. I can't even. I heard about this and I was like, uh, "Can I be mad at Google for doing?" No, I really can't. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, because um, I have uh, iCloud and I pay like two bucks a month, I think, for an extra two hundred gigs, mm. and then I just don't think about it. Yeah. So, or if you sign up for uh, Office three sixty five, you get a terabyte. Yeah. Included. There's also uh, there's other services too. Like if you have if you have Office, you have a terabyte. You already said that you have yeah. a terabyte of uh, of OneDrive, and you can set that to save your pictures. Um, there's another service called iDrive that will give you like two terabytes for free or something stupid like that, and you can set that up too. So there's there's other there's other things you can do if you really can't afford two dollars a month, hmm. or you need to save all of those you know pictures of the hundred selfies you try to take to find that one good one. Start right. start deleting shit in your camera roll. I mean, come on. It's the videos that fill everything up. Like if you're yeah. taking a lot of videos and stuff. But don't doesn't everybody just save all the pictures of videos to TikTok and Instagram now? So. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean the the other thing is you know do it old school. You know, transfer them to your computer, and then yeah. you know 
have your upload own them to local form. backup. Yeah, and then upload them all to Pornhub. You know, cloud service doesn't even exist. It's just someone else's computer. <laughs> True. Keep that in True. mind. Keep that in mind. <laughs> um, Facebook has given users a new way to chat with disappearing messages. <laughs> uh, Engadget is reporting Messenger and Instagram will soon get a new vanish mode uh, feature for short-lived messages, uh, which they should just call cheating on my spouse mode because that's really... <laughs> What other reason would you need? Are you expect or, a fucking gadget, bro? Or like, just, or just say, or just call it Snapchat for uh, Snapchat for Facebook. Facebook is doing what they always do. They're, right. they're like, oh, that's a good idea that you guys came up with. Uh, it'd be a real <laughs> shame if someone took it. Um, when enabled via a swipe up on a chat, messages sent while in vanish mode will disappear as soon as you leave the conversation. And like Snapchat, you'll be notified if the person you're chatting with takes a screenshot of a conversation. Messenger already had disappearing messages as part of its secret conversation feature, <laughs> but it required several steps in a, a setting and setting a timer for each message to disappear individually. For Instagram, Vanish Mode is the first time users will be able to have the option to have their chats disappear, though it requires opting into the Instagram's um, new Messenger-powered uh, chat features. Vanish mode is available to Messenger users in the U.S. now and will expand to additional countries and to Instagram soon. Um, I don't really have an opinion. Like, (laughs) (laughs) one thing I hated about Snapchat was that because I'm a forgetful person. So if you tell me something, I'm usually going back to the text message to get information from it. And I'm also a fucking adult. (laughs) Um, So I don't need my messages to disappear like I told my wife about this and she looked at me and goes, why would you need your messages to disappear? And I go, see, that's the reason why I think this is stupid because it just shows that you, someone shouldn't trust you. Someone. Yeah. If you want your messages to disappear, you're either inspector gadget or someone shouldn't be trusting you. <laughs> see, like, like apps like this are somebody like Anthony Weiner should not have some guy that's gotten outed. For, yeah. for sending dick pics to people on Twitter. You know, it's 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 one of those things where it's like... Because that's what it is, is women are going to get even more harassed. Yeah. Because now that now that some of these sleazy dudes know, like, if I can get into a conversation with a chick where it's just disappearing, I can send whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. You know, and it's it's stupid. I, it, what, what's, what is kind of what is kind of funny is that it's like it notifies you when someone takes a snapshot, a screenshot. Yeah, but it doesn't do anything to prevent it. Yeah. So it's hey, like they took a screenshot. Okay, thanks. Yeah, it's like, hey, why'd you take the screenshot? Because I wanted to. It's not like you can do anything. It's just like you know, it's kind of one yeah. of those where it's like, yeah, it's it's a false sense of accountability. Yeah, that's, that's all it is, and that's and that's this whole disappearing message of false sense of security as well. Keep in mind, this is a Facebook owned thing. (laughs) So, um, you know where these messages probably aren't being deleted (laughs) on them Facebook servers. (laughs) Like it's just actually on Zuckerberg's personal server. (laughs) Right. To me, this is something that youth culture enjoys because they, I mean, just the other day I was on TikTok. My wife was showing me a video and I was in the comments and, um, it was a chick and she was cute. And, and in the comments it says, Oh, I hope my, my boyfriend doesn't see this LOL. And then someone commented on that. I'm on my second account because my boyfriend, um, commented on this and I'm, and I'm like, you people are amazing. 
Second like, <laughs> I could never live that fucking complex. I have one screen name. If you see me doing something, then I guess you saw me doing it. <laughs> like, it, it's just ridiculous, dude. Uh, Everyone thinks they're a fucking spy now. I know. <laughs> Think, like, we're not all Jager Hoover. Ask your grandparents about that one, folks. Um, Listen, the, the original disappearing messages when you wrote stuff in lemon juice. <laughs> Remember that shit? Yeah. Lemon juice on a piece of paper? <laughs> Oh man! Oh, it's it's funny too because I was just watch I was rewatching Knives Out on um on uh, Amazon. I still haven't seen that shit. Good movie, good movie. Uh, Chris Evans is a dick. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they do the same thing on on there with the uh, with the uh, disappear with the ink. And it's like uh, it's like going, uh, good movie though. I you you'll enjoy. It. Daniel Craig he, is really great in it. He plays a good asshole anyway. I remember him in that um. Scott versus the oh yeah Scott Pilgrim world or whatever yeah. yeah Scott Pilgrim he play he plays a pretty good fucking asshole but it's funny because he's an asshole but he kind of has a charm to him so you kind of like well that's how he was in um Fantastic Four yeah he but, was he was a prick yeah you know, but you liked him anyway right exactly I think it's just Chris Evans likability cannot yeah. be faded right all right so. Even so many months into the coronavirus pandemic, movie studios and theaters are still considering the release of blockbuster titles. And Wonder Woman 1984 is scheduled for a theatrical release on Christmas. Uh, don't keep your hopes on that. Uh, with COVID-19 infections and, death and deaths rising across the country, it's unclear whether that will hold. But Variety and Bloomberg are reporting report that Warner Brothers is negotiating with theater owners over a new release strategy. Apparently, their big idea is to release it in theaters where, where possible and potentially bring the movie to Warner Brothers streaming service HBO Max within a week or two. While theater owners um, have relented on exclusivity windows, AMC's new deal with Universal dropped, uh, dropped it to 17 days in some cases. Allowing users to access it via subscription service would be a major jump, according to Bloomberg. With um, HBO Max seeking a big hit and theater owners need money to stay afloat, Warner could simply pay them in order to make it happen. While we're already seeing Disney bring flicks like Hamilton, Mulan, and Pixel's Soul directly to Disney+, and with other studios backing their own services, it may not be long before they rethink more about adding subscribers than trying to squeeze some box office dollars. Warner's release of Tenant earlier this year brought in about $55 million with the release of H um, U, the Ultra HD Blu-ray and VOD scheduled for December 15th. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, it will probably happen not on movies like Wonder Woman or Black Widow. Yeah. Anything like that. Those are tempo movies. They have movies. a built-in fan base. Like yeah. Tenet had to find people to see it. Right. And also, you know, yeah, they released Mulan and Hamilton and and Pixar Soul. Hamilton did very well. Yeah. But the thing was, is it was supposed to come out in theaters a year from now. And then yeah. they thought, hey, you know what? We'll bring it on to Disney Plus and that'll get more people to buy Disney Plus <laughs> subscription. Yeah. That, I think Disney's, Disney's um, tactic was a little different because it's like we have this new service. So let's throw some shit on there. Yeah, and then Mulan, it, and then Mulan, it was charged thirty bucks. Um, and I still think that was a good idea. It's just there was too much controversy around Mulan, and it was a bland fucking movie. Right. So. So, um, but yeah, but I, I haven't seen that Soul movie though. Yeah, um, but still, I don't really think you're gonna see movies like 
um, Black Widow or um, or Wonder Woman or any of those or Ghostbusters coming to a streaming service anytime soon. Those are going to be built-in fan bases. And when movies, theaters are allowed to open, they can drop those and people are going to go see them. Because what are you going to yeah. do when you shoot your wad early and then, okay, now theaters are open. Well, we don't have anything to watch. To be honest, if the theaters were open now, even with the, the COVID numbers going up, if they dropped Ghostbusters tomorrow, most people would not give a fuck and they yeah. would go see it. Yeah. You know, it's, they're almost doing us all a service by not fucking really <laughs> releasing <laughs> these movies. Right. But, um, yeah, it's difficult times, but I mean, if I was a company like Warner brothers or Disney, I'd just be like, okay, well I'll just wait. Like it's not a big deal. Right. I'll make money later. Yeah. These big companies, they can, they can deal with it for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like right. it's not, especially Disney. Disney could not release anything for a decade if they'd like. <laughs> Still make money on their old shit. <laughs> right. Um, with the fallout of the U.S. presidential election set to rumble on um, for who knows how long, Facebook and Google's ban on political advertising are still in, fa- in effect. The companies previously said their respective pauses on such ads would last for at least a week after the election. Google noted it would assess the situation weekly. Eight days after the polls closed, Google and Facebook both confirmed to the Financial Times that their bans remain in place. It's not clear for how much longer they'll be active. I mean, we really don't need them anymore anyway. So (laughs) Um, although the race has been called in favor of President-elect Joe Biden, President Donald Trump, who has yet to concede, and his allies are continuing to dispute the results. They have made allegations of voter fraud but have yet to provide any evidence of that. Misinformation has continued to spread on platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, and Google-owned YouTube in the aftermath of the election. Biden's team has criticized Facebook in particular for failing to show the conspiracy-fueled Stop the Steal movement or to suppress calls for violence, according to the Financial Times. Bill Russo, his head, his head of press, this week claimed Facebook was, quote, shredding the fabric of our democracy, end quote. The company has taken at least some action to counter false election claims. Facebook has removed some Stop the Steal pages and groups. It has also tried to stem the flow of misinformation in certain groups. Um, I mean, I don't want misinformation either, but it's such, it's such a fucking difficult and layered problem. Yeah. Because social media is literally a digital representation of people yelling at each other in a town hall. Yeah. So it's the problem is, is that in a town hall, it wasn't that big of a deal, but now it's like millions of people have access to these cockamamie fucking ideas. And let's be honest, Facebook, Instagram, I mean, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube have all made their fucking reputations on misinformation. That's what got people because their whole thing is about, you know, oh, exchanges and views and, you know, interactions and those kind of things get a lot of interactions. So it's kind of I like kind of think YouTube's a little different and I'm going to explain why I think YouTube's a little different because the YouTube community checks itself a lot of the times like and I take I take for example, the flat earther people. OK, and there's a there's a pretty not a large a large for them, I guess, amount of people that that have um, YouTube channels all about the earth being flat and the conspiracy around that. Other people like science, scientifically minded people and, and stuff like that on YouTube will comment on their videos and clown the fuck out of them. Yeah. But 
the problem is, is everybody, everybody, everybody lives in an echo chamber, even if they don't want to. You, you have to, like, I know, I noticed that the other day because I was talking to Steve because I don't really watch the news, but I've, I'm starting to notice, you know, there's a lot going on and it's easier to get kind of an overview if I throw it on the TV instead of reading everything because that takes longer. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't mind if it's something that interests me, I'll read it. But most of the shit doesn't interest me. I just want to keep up to date with what's going on. Um, so I asked him, you know, who, who would you listen to or whatever? We had a good conversation about no, no big deal. But then I was thinking, I'm like, if I pick, let's say I pick MSNBC, whatever. And if there's a Republican listening to this, they just had a stroke. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter what my intentions are. Say I pick CNN, Fox News, whatever. It, if I'm like, I'm just trying to pick a source that is reliable and isn't going to spin it, spin it more than I can keep up with because they all spin. Right. You know, but I need it to be the spin to be obvious <laughs> so <laughs> I can I can ignore it. Um, it doesn't matter what I do. That's an echo chamber. I can't watch every fucking news report from every news channel. It's it's impossible. I don't have enough time. You know, that's the problem is we have so many options now. Like back in the day, what did you have? Three fucking news channels. Yeah. And all of them were legit. They were all on board. <laughs> you know, so it wasn't, you could watch, M, it was NBC, CBS, and ABC, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could watch any one of those and you were getting accurate news. You know, and now they're all fucked up. So. And I mean, and now the thing is, is that if you're not presenting news that's, that I believe in, like for me, I watch more, surprise, surprise, MSNBC versus CNN. The reason why is because I can watch MSNBC and for the most part be able to decipher, you know, what I need to know and then the rest is all opinion, which most, anytime they go beyond the storyline and they bring in their analysts to talk about it, that's all speculation. Yeah. But I can't watch CNN because CNN tries to play it old school uh, because they always go, oh, well, we have, Three, two Democrats and a Republican. And the problem with the Republican is, is it's usually just a Trump apologist, always trying to valid, val, uh, validate whatever Trump's doing. Just instantly on the defensive. He's not, he's not trying to say anything about yeah. the Republican Party. He's just like, well, you know, Trump's just, you know, kidding with that. Or Trump's right in this because they do this, that, and the other thing. And then the other people are like, are you fucking crazy? Like, it's like, that's not what he's doing. It's like, yeah, but we're not to speculate. It's just like, I can't take that anymore. Especially when you have people like Rick Sanctorum on there. It's just like. It's because, it, and, and CNN is, is, I don't trust. I like Cooper, you know, a couple people on there. Yeah, um, me too. I like Wolf Blitzer, yeah. you know, good dude. They're opinion guys, but they're still good, solid journalists. But the, there was a whole video on Surprisingly Vox. Um, that kind of put it out where CNN, the, the, the new boss of CNN years ago, who still is the boss, I'm pretty sure came from ESPN and he's gone on record and quoted that he sees politics as a sport. And in order to get ratings, he's going to portray it as a sport. And if you, you know that, and then go watch CNN for an hour and you will, if you could be watching ESPN, it's, it's framed the same exact way. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and honestly, everything's sport if there's competition. So you can frame it that way and still be accurate. The problem is, is I don't want to watch the news to be pissed off. I just want to watch the, 
the news to get information. I still stand that the best news to watch, although they don't talk about, you know, big global events, is your local news, like the local night news. <laughs> because they just go, this happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened, good night. I, and I always tell people, I always tell people when, you know, they want to say like, well, American news is so this. It's like, you know, you have access to two other to two other types. There's Sky News, which you can watch on Pluto. You can, you know, you can download it. By I don't itself. even know what Sky News is. I saw it there, but I don't. It's I've never it's watched it. it's British. It's the British News. It's, oh, is it? Yeah, it's basically like I guess it's their alternative to the BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know you can you can actually see more of what's going on in the world if you want to do that. And then there's Al Jazeera. Um, yeah, I know people get like Al Jazeera. You watch terrorist shit. It's like, it's like no, that's 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 not the whole of Al Al Jazeera English. Al Jazeera English actually brings you a lot of other stories that are going on in other countries. I saw like the other day I was watching and they were talking about the, um, the the, the unlikelihood of internet, um, internet um, uh, infrastructure in a lot of regions in Africa. They went into all of this and it was it's actually quite I like interesting. Al Jazeera for stories from Africa and the Middle East because they don't treat Africa and the Middle East like some distant land that no one knows about. <laughs> right. Like some they, like mythical land like Narnia, like like some like like oh Africa which is like Narnia, you know, it's off distant <laughs> like, and myst- mythical. <laughs> I swear if like Fox News or CNN says anything about Africa, they might as well put the fucking Lion King song behind it because no one knows anything about Africa in America. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea what's going on over there because no one tells me. Exactly. Because like, I watched some some news from Al Jazeera a long time ago, and they were talking about some stuff that was going on in um, Iran that I had heard about on CNN. But I heard about it yeah. on CNN <laughs> and just I, Iran's being Iran again. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And then moved on. And Al Jazeera was like, so this is what Iran's doing. And they didn't agree with Iran. Right. They just said, this is what Iran is doing. This is why. This is the history behind it. And I'm like, oh, so you're actually treating this like an actual country. You know who does the same thing? And this is on Hulu is uh, Vice. Vice has a television series on Hulu. And Vice gets fucking deep. They get deep into that shit. They were going yeah. into the whole Iran the whole Iran, Iran and uh, Saudi Arabia and where Israel falls in line with them and all this stuff. They got into the weeds on this one. I was Vox, actually. Vox is like that, too, but it's hit or miss. Yeah. Because sometimes Vox has some real surface level reporting. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're just like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I uh, I've been watching MSNBC, although I don't know why, but I'm not clicking with any of their fucking anchors. <laughs> they all look they all seem annoying to me. <laughs> I don't know. Like they all seem like they're just ready to say something stupid. <laughs> oh, that and happens. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but CNN, I, I just can't trust CNN anymore because it's the way they present the news. Yeah. Is it's, it's a fucking, it's the Super Bowl every day. And one of the funny things is now you have even Trumpers that are moving away from Fox and going over to even the harder right news of like yeah because one fox of, yeah because fox, fox called the, it they called the election yeah they called it for biden who's fucking i saw the one dude he's like he's like the news doesn't call the election the <laughs> states do and then he said well who do you think told the news what the vote count was right do you think the news actually counts the votes and he goes no the states do and he's like okay so and he's like <laughs> 
there's been a lot of that going on lately. Yeah. Like where someone who is far more educated than the person they're talking to is trying to walk them through a logic, <laughs> like a logic problem. Right. And it's just not, it's it almost, working. it's almost like a discovery when you just blink randomly, the hollows kind of just like break. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then they're everyone. Everyone's like fucking Riker, where they're trying to dumb everything down for everybody. <laughs> and it's, it's funny. So fun. It's funny that you have to dumb it down for the person that's speaking. You know the the right <laughs> the person who's actually fucking presenting the argument. Right. It has to be dumbed down for them, so, and they still aren't going to get it because right. it doesn't fit what they want it to be. It's uh, just it's real fun times. Bro. If you guys have Roku, and this is for you too, if you guys have Roku. Um, there is an app called, uh, I think it's called Haystack and it's a news app, but the cool thing about it is you, it, it basically is YouTube. It's basically news for you, uh, YouTube of news. And what you do is when you, when you go into it, it actually asks you what kind of news do you look for? Okay. And then like what kind of, you know, um, uh, uh, what kind of content providers do you want it from? So you get like, you know, um, local news or you get like, you know, uh, national news, like in ABC international. Mm -hmm. So I could get like I France, which is like news from, um, from France and, and the UK and stuff like that. So you can get all of this stuff and then it takes you to it. And then it basically just curates a playlist of various news items that you can see. And it's more curated to what you actually kind of selected or, or from the, the content providers that you selected. So it's a little it's a little easier because it's usually like two to three minute segments, and it's all just kind of different news all over the place. So. That actually reminds me, and I am going to check that out. That actually reminds me, there's an app called River, mm. and it's like the news. Is it by Justin Timberlake? No. Coming <laughs> your Um, it's a news app, but it's presented in the same, or it's organized in the same way as TikTok. <laughs> like where you're just kind of flipping through it. Oh, I think I heard something about that. And it's actually pretty cool. Like really? I haven't really messed with it too much, but I dig it. Like it's a cool way to just kind of, if you're just bored and you want to catch up on the news, you can just, just like TikTok. So it's <laughs> like if you're bored and you want to be more informed. useful, <laughs> more informed. <laughs> yeah. You can pull up river instead of watching fucking thoughts do the same <laughs> dance you've seen 10,000 times. Yeah. And God bless them. But I, you know, know, it's like, you know, we know this, but we're still, you know, it's still going to be like, oh, could I educate myself or just get a get blue balls from watching this? I don't go with the blue balls. Could I educate myself <laughs> or could I worry about an ID chat? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be very careful on TikTok. <laughs> like there's somebody said it was on a YouTube video and he said there's an unwritten rule of TikTok where you never, ever say that someone was attractive on TikTok unless you know for absolute certain that they are of age. <laughs> he says you never if someone shows you a video, you go, cool. Yeah. Real stone faced. <laughs> Sounds like it's accurate. That's where you go. Nice. Um did you get the score from the game last night? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. We'll go over <laughs> That's great. I don't want to look at that. Yeah. And then you look at it later right. in private. Exactly. <laughs> Just to do an, an age check. Like, TikTok's <laughs> dangerous, bro. I know. Some some are nice, though. They give you their age. Others, mm, and even when what they was do. that one? That one, I was like, oh, she, you know, this chick looks kind of cute, but I need to check the age before I start, you know, watching the chick. And I go to swipe. I swipe over to, to her profile, and it says age. Um, what, what did she say? 
She says, I'm whatever age you want me to be. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. That means you're fucking 15 and kiss my ass. <laughs> These girls are actively trying to get you caught up on a fucking <laughs> oh, charge, bro. Like, stop that. Uh, all right. Well, at this point, we're going to take a quick break for some alcohol and a quick jerk. So uh, we'll see you. Not on, on, not on TikTok. Though. Not on TikTok. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. So, you have to admit, 2020 has been a bit of a bitch year. In some ways, you have to be happy that it didn't happen in 2019. Just think about it. We wouldn't have gotten the Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home, or even the final installment of Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. And on the bright, uh, so the one bright light was going to be the release of WandaVision that was expected to drop in December on Disney Plus, as the hits keep on coming. WandaVision will arrive in 2021. Originally promised in 2020, WandaVision has received a release date via Twitter on January 15th, 2021. Currently, The Mandalorian is airing on the streaming service, so if they release the new Marvel series in 2020, it would overlap the big shows, which means that you can't drag out viewers to retain subscription during the course of the year. So it's just simple business 101. And people that complain about it are just idiots become a common practice for the streaming services too. like yeah. cbs all access does that as well yeah you and it makes sense i mean it does you know otherwise people will be like well i'll just cancel then come back when the new series comes up but it's the same reason why everyone stopped um everyone but netflix stopped releasing things all at once yeah because people would get something for a weekend and then cancel it right now in any case this will be the first marvel property since 2019, Spider-Man Far From Home. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow was slated for May, but has been pushed back until sometime in 2021. WandaVision arrives in 2021, so this should bring some renewed interest in superhero con- um, uh, concepts, even as people say they were burnt out. So I think a year off would probably be enough, because when you start thinking about it, you're like, shit, Spider-Man was the last one that we got. So I think a lot of, a lot of people who said they were burnt out, they didn't really realize what they were burnt out on. Yeah. And it's the same thing with star Wars is, um, I thought a while ago that I was burnt out on star Wars, but when I thought about it, I wasn't burnt out on star Wars. I was burnt out on the Skywalker fucking story. Like I just wanted to see new shit. And I think that's the same thing with some that I wasn't burnt out on fucking Marvel at all, but some people were just tired of the same team doing the same thing. Essentially, they just want to see other shit, which I understand. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's more justified with star Wars than it was with Avengers. Right. Um, because they had been telling the same story since fucking 1977 and <laughs> 77 <laughs> out my face. <laughs> yeah. And now you have, I mean, and now with star Wars, I mean, they did a great job with the Mandalorian right now. I mean, yeah. season, this current season is fucking bonkers. I can't, wait for the new them to start making movies again yeah like i've actually been watching a lot of youtube videos and they're pretty much tapped out on star trek i know what's going on in star <laughs> trek so I've, I've been watching videos of where they're explaining like the universe and or the galaxy that star wars takes place in and all kinds of details and shit and it was kind of it was kind of interesting the way they get around in space is so fucking pr- it's like a pain in the ass Compared to Star Trek. <laughs> well, you mean like, with the spore drive? <laughs> well, you have the, yeah. You have the deep, you have the core. We'll say this real quick. The core is where most everything happens. Right. And then the deep core, there's people there, 
But since everything moves so much, the hyper lanes need to be recalculated a lot. So the empire isn't there as much. I'd fuck, I'm like, why did you make your space travel so complicated? <laughs> and then there's the outer rim where Tatooine and all of them are, where if right. you get in trouble in the in the um, inner rim, you go to the outer rim to That's just kind of right. hide out. That's right. It's it's such a it's such a star, and it's so funny because when you look if when you compare Star Trek to Star Wars and how their galaxy is set up. Everything, the politics, the cultures, interactions, technology is all centered around how they travel through space. And since it's so easy in Star Trek, it's like a non-issue. Everybody goes everywhere. Right. It's not a big deal. The only thing they have is speed limit and how long it takes them to get. But since Star Wars is, I think, a more realistic approach, to be honest, even as a Trekkie, it 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 made this weird, like the galaxy so fucking strange because they just can't go places. And I'm like, it's interesting. I'm just, you know, a little break just to say that. So you can, you, you, can, topic. you can, you can send all of your tweets to at sapien TLG. That's right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not harping on either um, fucking universe. I'm just saying, it's very interesting how <laughs> how everything hinged on hyperdrive or warp drive and how it works. Now they got the spore drive and do whatever the fuck they want. I'm surprised they haven't gone to other galaxies just to visit at I this wonder, point. I wonder if there's well, don't they have to have like Well, I don't know, that's a whole nother discussion there. I think it has to be mapped out. Yeah, I was gonna say I doesn't think the have spore to be. drive is like a super fast hyperdrive. Yeah. They can go anywhere, but they have to know how to get there somehow. Right. It hasn't really been explained <laughs> very well. I think it has, but there's probably a YouTube video that breaks it down. I will report back next month. <laughs> That's all I do. I just watch YouTube videos explaining technology that doesn't exist. So they could technically be 100% right or 100% wrong. Exactly. Or 50-50. It's a philosophical debate yeah. at that point. Exactly. But you know what does exist? <laughs> a Darkwing Duck reboot, motherfucker. <laughs> Darkwing Duck reboot is in early development and will be headed to Disney Plus, of course. According to Variety, the reboot has no writer currently <laughs> attached, but is reportedly being executive produced by Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, James Weaver, and Alex McAddy of Point Grey Pictures. Seth Rogen? Yeah. Um, the the production company behind Amazon's The Boys, uh, The Disaster Artist, Sausage Party, and this is the end. I really hope they don't make an adult version of Darkwing Duck. <laughs> Darkwing Duck making Sausage Party honestly was a shit movie. I don't know if you saw it. No, it tried so fucking hard, and I'm like, it shows, guys. Calm down. <laughs> Darkwing Duck making dick jokes. Yeah, I, I don't want to see it. Darkwing Duck originally premiered in 1991, telling the story of Drake Mallard, his adopted daughter, Goslin, and his sidekick, uh, Launchpad McQuack, who was also in DuckTales. Yo, if if you if Launchpad <laughs> McQuack is not your fucking dude, you're not a 90s kid. Motherfucker. That, that was my homie back in the day. Dude. You talk shit about him on the schoolyard, I'll beat you up. Um, it ran for three seasons, encompassing 91 episodes, back when seasons were a ridiculous, especially animation, oh, yeah. a ridiculous amount. The series riffed on superhero culture as Darkwing Duck and company routinely fought against evildoers. 
The series ended in 1992 with a number of comics published throughout the 1990s and 2010s, a Darkwing Duck NES game, which I had, Fire, and a cameo in the 2017 DuckTales reboot. That was a cool episode. <laughs> it was, um, you can find it on YouTube, but basically they find Darkwing Duck, but the mayor of the town that he's in, I can't even remember what it's called, cleaned up the town so well, there's no crime. So they go to the computers like zero crime. And he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I don't have much to do. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, there's currently no word on who will voice Darkwing Duck or other series characters. Jim Cummings, who voiced Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, um, I almost said Tiger, Tigger, um, Star Wars Hondo. What? Onaka. Onaka, Onaka yeah. Okay. Um, originally voiced Darkwing Duck. Um Let's get dangerous, motherfucker. I'm I'm <laughs> fucking here for it, dude. It was basically Batman. Right. But with a little a few extra things to make it kind of fun. Like if it's a Disney property, you have to have a kid in there that's right. doing some cool shit. And um and he has to he he was cool because he was like Batman, like, I work alone. But it was more of like a joke because he never did. <laughs> Like, he always needed everybody's help, you know, which was, you know, it's a Disney fucking cartoon. They're trying to teach you to work with people and stuff. And the villains were so funny, dude. It was funny because the show was on when the Batman animated series was on. <laughs> it's a competition. It was so funny. Like, I actually, um, I didn't see this show when it was on. I saw it later, hmm. like in the mid-90s because we didn't have cable then. And I was super young anyway. Um so I saw uh, I saw it in the mid '90s. I thought it was the fucking funniest show. I would die laughing, bro. <laughs> die laughing. So I'm I'm super excited about this. I just Please what go. I what I what I think about you as a kid. I think of you as like an eight year old with the full beard and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, you you need to vision me as a smaller. I'll send you a picture of me when I was this age. Um, and going dark wing duck. <laughs> and I'd have like a fucking sheet tied over because every kid. <laughs> tied as a cape and if you, let's get dangerous and if you and if you and if you could it'd be on tiktok yeah you damn right <laughs> <laughs> i'm so happy all that shit didn't exist when i was a kid because i actually got to enjoy my childhood <laughs> uh so backward compatibility compatibility capabilities on the playstation oh, wow. 5 is pretty wait, wait wait can you say that one more time the backwards compatibility capabilities of there the playstation go. 5 is pretty impressive Fire up the console, sign into your PlayStation Network account, and navigate to the library screen. And you can see, download, and play nearly every single PS4 game you own in a digital format. But while backwards compatibility at, um, at a moment's notice is nice, the user interface gets more confusing when you're trying to download a game that's available with both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 versions. It, it, and actually, it gets pretty annoying. According to GameSpot, if you have, if you've got a game like, say, Marvel's uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, that's available on both consoles, you can choose which version you want to download. But for some reason, though, the PlayStation Five consistently defaults to downloading the PS4 version of the cross-gen games when they appear in your library. It's some, uh, it's something that seems likely to get a patch because there's a very good chance that if you're not careful, you might end up playing the latest version the uh, last gen version of some of some of the game's biggest next gen games on the console right now highlight a uh, cross gen game in the library tab and you almost and you'll almost always see the PS4 version and not the PS5 at first glance 
Although that this fact is not made clear at all, you have to hit the button with the three dots that appears when you select the game in order to pull up a menu. Then you can choose between the, which download. Oh, oh, let me try that part again. The, the three dots that appear when you select a game in order to pull up a menu where you can choose between and download each version. But that's not but that's not at all obvious and this is where you need to look where you need to go to look for that information and you can't tell which version you've selected until you open the menu a lot of times you'll just hit download for a game you'll learn only later that you installed the wrong version and then you have to delete it and then start to uh, to correct download the correct download all over again and this is on the storefront on the PS5 yeah foolishness bro yeah why would it even allow you to download? <laughs> I know. I know. You figure the default should be. I'm just be trying to save space. <laughs> We're trying to help you. Help us help you. Uh, the interface has issues even after you've downloaded the game, although on the PS4, um, PS5's home screen, you'll see the a few last game. Uh, you'll see the last few games and apps you've interacted with spread across the screen. Repeatedly during pre release testing, we had PS5 games that we had we'd already played switch over to PS4 versions on the home screen. That that means that the next time you go select the game that um, that has switched over, you're prompted to start a download for the PS4 version rather than just starting the PS5 version. And it seems like the issue might be tied to the games getting automatic updates. But again, if you're moving quickly through the UI, you can start the download accidentally and you then have to deal with the deleting and if you have both versions of the game installed, it's very and it's very easy to start the wrong one and not realize it. Yeah. Now it's possible to switch between the versions of a cross-gen games with the options button on the home screen menu. But frankly, it's weird. It's a weird pain to expect to launch a game and accidentally start to download. It's also just a strange quirk that the PS5 seems to favor last-gen version of games over the current ones. And it's possible to see how accidentally downloading the wrong version of games could be troublesome for people who have data caps on their internet service or hurting for space on the PS5's internal solid-state hard drive, where PS5 games must be installed in order to run. Um, this is kind of on top of the issues that I mentioned before, the, um, the download error, uh, which happens, which it will sometimes, if you're downloading a game, it's been happening a lot with PlayStation 5s, I mean, um, Call of Duty Cold War, that it freezes during downloads, or even though you own the game, it'll show up in your library, but when you go to, to download it, the store will say you actually don't own it, so you need to purchase it. Um, and uh, some have said that the best, that Sony hasn't addressed that fully, but some people said that when they called Activision, they actually had to do a factory reset. And that would actually clear out the problem. Um, this this issue here, though, I feel is just someone who forgot to fucking cross a T and dot an I. Right. Like it's someone it's put silly. a zero instead of a one. Right. It's they're doing the cross platform thing, which is kind of a new thing for Sony, um, the way they're doing it anyway. And I feel like all you got to do is go have the system say, "Oh, you're on a PS5. Well, you don't get the PS4 version. Right. Like, just it's not that hard to do." I assume. I mean, uh, we'll look. We'll fucking look at um, Microsoft. Microsoft's been doing. You put in an old 360 disc, it downloads you a new version of the game. Well, Microsoft also annoyed me too because, like, um, for instance, my my son, my youngest son, loves Skate Three. 
Like he plays the fuck out of Skate 3. And that's an Xbox 360 game. So when he plays it, he has a whole different um, gamer tag and the interface is a, is a 360 because it's like an emulator right. that's playing the game. So that's kind of annoying too, <laughs> but it's not as annoying as this. Right. Like it, this would piss me off. Because honestly, if I had never read this and bought a PS5 yesterday, I guarantee you at least one or two games get downloaded the PS4 version. Yeah. If it's good defaulting to it, you know. So they just need to they need to sort that out. That with that fucking um, month one update. <laughs> That's why we don't get um, systems on launch day, folks. Exactly. Which I almost did, but decided to be not be an idiot. Um, <laughs> For once. So <laughs> Apple had a just one more thing event. I didn't think it was enough to have a whole discussion about it, but it's enough to have a, uh, a little topic about it here. So we're going to run through real quick and then just, uh, say our opinions at the end. Like with everything else. Right. Um, Apple's one more thing event was all about gadgets larger than an iPhone 12 pro max powered by a piece of technology smaller than an iPhone 12 mini Steve. It's eloquent. <laughs> I liked it. Um, CEO Tim Cook and co um, and unveiled Apple's M1 chip and a lineup of devices that will use it, including the new Mac Mini, MacBook Air, and MacBook Pro. Also, once again, proving that they make these um, social distanced events so sexy. Bro. <laughs> like the transitions and everything. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys. It's like watching a Star Wars movie with the wipes. <laughs> Isn't it? Like It's just ridiculous. Um, Apple's big reveal was the M1. It's proprietary chip that will be powered, that will be powering the next line of Macs. The M1 is a five nanometer chip with 16 billion transistors, a 16 core neural engine to power machine learning capabilities, support for Thunderbolt 4, and an eight core CPU and GPU. And I'm amazed that I didn't fuck that up. And it also it, comes with a neural link that you can actually <laughs> inject into the base of correct. your brain. Johnny and, mnemonic style, bro. <laughs> but larger than a 16 gig. <laughs> how, right. big, how big was that thing? Wasn't it like... like it wasn't even gigs, dude. Was it? it? I, I don't even remember. It was so small. I remember just thinking like, Jesus, like we... <laughs> fucking might as well have shoved a floppy disk up his ass. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't remember seeing that going, really? I was like, my external has four terabytes, dude. What are we even <laughs> doing with this? Futures now, <laughs> In terms of processing power... The M1 has four high-performance cores and four high-efficiency cores that consume one-tenth of the energy reserved for lightweight tasks. Meanwhile, the eight-core GPU is the most advanced integrated graphics chip Apple has ever created, and it uses a fraction of the power of leading PC chips. So then we're going to go um, device-specific. Oh, sorry, I got a tickle in my nose for a second. <laughs> um, the MacBook Air. Thanks in large part to the M1, Apple says the new MacBook Air is 98% faster than PC laptops sold in the previous year and nine times faster than the most recent Air. Speaking of Air, this one doesn't have a fan. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that. It's called the Air and it doesn't have any fan. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Irony. It also, <laughs> it also has faster wake-up times an upgraded retina display and the longest battery life of its predecessors. Apple says the battery can handle 18 hours of HD video playback, six more hours than existing models. The 2020 MacBook Air costs $999 and starts shipping on November 17th. Notably, this price is for a model with a seven core GPU to get a version that takes full advantage, uh, full advantage of the M1 they'll cost uh, 1249 
um, just because we're we're about um, about uh, you know oh, fuck we're about something here on this show. So I googled it, and Johnny Mnemonic is told that the information exceeds his current memory capacity of eighty gigs. But uh, but the human memory capacity his, is far more than the eighty gigs. <laughs> yeah, but he acquires a compression unit that effectively doubles the amount that he can hold. So basically, one hundred and sixty gigs. <laughs> Bro, that's too much. <laughs> I just bought a 260 gigabyte uh, SSD for like 20 bucks. <laughs> I can upgrade my Galaxy S8 <laughs> beyond that amount. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic, more like Johnny fucking whack on it. I'm thinking out of here. Johnny CompuServe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Johnny Gateway. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, Johnny E Machines. <laughs> Johnny Windows Millennium Edition. We're just gonna keep saying old shit and it's gonna make us laugh hard. Isn't that gonna make any sense? Johnny Commodore. Get the fuck out of my face. Johnny CompuServe. <laughs> anyway. Johnny Mac- Netscape. <laughs> MacBook Pro. The 13 inch MacBook Pro is 2.8 times faster than the existing model. And the and an even three times faster than the best-selling comparable Windows laptop, according to Apple. It supports up to 18 hours of wireless web surfing and 20 hours of video play. These battery times are intense, dude. (laughs) And this one does have a fan. The M1 chip also enables machine learning power at up to 11 times faster than the existing Pro. The Pro starts at, uh, oh, machine learning helps with like video editing, um, audio creation stuff like that like the creatives know what it is um the pro starts at 1299 for a model with 256 gigabytes of storage and eight gigabytes of ram that figure climbs to um 1499 for 512 gigabytes of storage it's available to order now and hit stores on november 17th notably Apple is also selling a version of the MacBook Pro and the MacBook and the Mac Mini with the existing Intel chip rather than the M1. This is likely a move to Asage. Asage? I've never even heard that <laughs> word before. Um, Asage Enterprise customers who might be concerned about app compatibility. Yeah, they keep the legacy stuff in there. Yeah. For a while. I mean, I, I expected that. Yeah, until they go, you know what? Fuck you, Legacy. <laughs> Fuck you, right. And Apple will do it, too. They yeah. hate Microsoft. They'll be like, hey, guys, we're not using this anymore. But but we're not ready. That's not my problem. <laughs> and don't Buy worry. New shit. And don't worry. You got two weeks to figure it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Plenty of time. <laughs> Fucking American Express is ready. Um, <laughs> the Mac Mini, which I'm very happy, finally got a refresh. Um, the Mac Mini is back, and it's also getting an M1 boost. The tiny desktop starts at $700, which is um, 100 less than what it was previously, and is 60% more efficient and three times faster than the 2008 iteration, Apple says. This little baby has a six-fold increase in graphics performance and a 15 times increase in machine learning capability. The Mac Mini comes in two flavors, 256 gigabytes of storage and 8 gigs of RAM for $699, or 512 gigabytes of storage for eight ninety nine, which I think is the better for a desktop. I think. Yeah. Throw a couple more bucks at that. There's also an Intel chip version too. No one cares. Um, um, the one thing, the the Mac Mini, there were a lot of people in Hollywood that were saying this might be a good al- alternative for, um, for uh, graphic designers and stuff like that yeah. for in the industry. 
Yeah. So um, I'll say this last line, then I'll say my opinion. Also, Mac OS Big Sur update launches on Thursday for all Mac users. Um, the Mac Mini, if you think about it, is now Apple's most powerful um, P- PC running the M1 chip on the market um, because it can be plugged into a wall. So it's not going to throttle like um, a laptop has to do. Right. Um, dropping the price to 700 now puts it in that ballpark of a mid-range computer. And if the M1 chip can hold up to all these claims that, that Apple's making, it's going to be an excellent fucking choice for a very wide variety of people. I mean, casual gamers as well um, can get a big kick out of this. I'm sure you can play Fortnite and fucking all that on here. <laughs> um, but why the, would you? <laughs> I don't know. The creatives, creative type people. Yeah. I mean, if, if they're if they're getting that much power out of these M1 chips, I mean, they can handle it. And, and Apple, yes, compatibility is a concern of mine too. They have they have a solution for that, but no one's seen it work yet. Um, but for most people, if you're like a music you make a music or you're doing video editing for like a YouTube channel you have or something like that. You're going to use Apple shit anyway. It comes with it. Mm. I guarantee you that's going to work. Yeah. So, I mean, this, I was telling Steve, I'm like, hey, you might want to take a look because Steve's been thinking about making the switch. And it would Me, take up a lot less room. <laughs> like, I want one, but I play PC games a lot. Yeah. So it kind of, it wouldn't be useful to me. Like I would spend seven hundred dollars so I can browse the internet and Big Sur. Like it, it, it wouldn't. It doesn't make any sense. Now, but that, but computer, but that, but that porn. <laughs> that's true too. Mm. Well, I mean, I can watch porn anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, but sixfold increase in graphic performance. Come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you, a lot of these porn stars you don't want to zoom in. Okay, <laughs> it's good to see them from afar. But it's like a Picasso I painting. <laughs> I am very, very curious. Um, about seeing some reviews on the actual speed and real world use of these computers because I am in the market to get a la- uh, a laptop next year um, because when this fucking COVID shit's over, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I need to I want to go to you know California to visit Steve a lot more and also my wife wants to go there a lot more to visit her mother and then I want I want to go visit my mother in North Carolina so I need a portable computer and the MacBook Pro's looking kind of nice. Yeah. You know, and if if these M1 chips are what they're cracked up to be, I'll just go that way. And then my portable computer can be a Mac, which would make sense cuz when I, I've noticed I used to have a gaming computer when I'm out and about with a computer, I don't play video games. It's yeah. not that fucking serious. You know what I yeah. mean? I'd rather have like my Switch or something like that. But um, I do like to have a computer, <laughs> so especially because if I go to North Carolina to visit my mother for like two weeks, I can still record the podcast, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I'm very I'm a very important person. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this I don't know. See, I think it's I think that Mac Mini has your fucking name all written all over it, and yeah. especially you could get the the 256 model because you just plug in a fucking external hard drive. Yeah. You know, it's unless I need deal. unless I need a specific connector for the back of it, because you know how Apple is. Well, it has. They did. They did. The iOS did get a little slimmer, but it has two, two three point USBs, standard okay. USBs, and it also has two of the Thunderbolt fours. Mm-hmm. Which, if you get a a new, 
external hard drive that has Thunderbolt four on it. The, the fucking transfer speeds are unreal. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be con- you know? it's gonna be blowing up. So, might be something you want to take a look at. And maybe if like later down the road, one of my kids needs a computer. I don't know. We'll fucking get that because then I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, I was I was actually looking. Yeah, and you know, for most of the audio editing that I do, I was even looking at the MacBook Pros. Like, you know, those would handle it. I mean, get that with a dock too. Yeah. And you know, just uh, kind of plug it in when you sit at your desk. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's cool. So it's like, you know, um, it's, it's one of the big changes that we've gone through over the 10 years that we've been doing this shit. It's like, now we're looking at Apple stuff. Um, or as they say, welcome to the dark side. All that uh, proves is that Steve and I are open-minded Yeah. and I've said it before. If a company's fucking up, fine. If they sort their shit out, then I'll take a look. You know, I th- I don't think Microsoft's fucking up right now that much. No. With, I just not wildly impressed with their hardware yet. Yeah, I think they're just not there yet. Well, it's they more they haven't proof figured of concept. I don't think. Point. Yeah, I don't think they figured it out yet. Right, because I love the look. I love my, Microsoft's aesthetic. Yeah. You know, squared off, simple, um, <laughs> like, like industrial, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like an industrial look. I dig it. Right. If I could get the Apple stuff in the shell of a surface laptop, I would love it, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, you can't. Right. So, uh, all right. Well, um, that brings us to the end of the news. Uh, before we head into our douchebags this week, um, I wanted to uh, make a mention that on, uh, Amazon prime right now, uh, the sword and the sorcerer, an old eighties knockoff of like legend and Conan and all that stuff is on, now the reason I'm mentioning this, people, what the fuck do we care about that? Is because it's a Rift Tracks version. Um, the movie itself. Anyway, you should care about that. Come on, <laughs> Sword and Sorcerer is shit. Uh, but uh, it, the 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 Rift Tracks is fucking hilarious. Um, there was one where because it takes place in you know some medieval times. I don't know in the Age of Legendary, as the narration says. Age of Legendary. Yeah, and, the, and uh, one of the guys was like... It's an easy cop-out of, I'm not going to date this. It's like, what, we can't even use in the Age of Legend when we're losing Legendary? <laughs> add the Dree at the end because and, it's more epic. And uh, they were they were saying something that is like, well, I can't seem to find him. He's like, he's like, well, just use uh, Microsoft Encarta. We can uh, figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> they were using a lot of old, uh, a lot of old Microsoft terms. It was hilarious. I was cracking. I was like, "Oh, Adam will dig that one." Microsoft and Carta was the shit. I remember that. I was like, "Oh my god!" I remember that. I even had to tell my brother what that was. But I was like, "What was that?" I was like, that "Completely was... useless now." Oh yeah. But I actually did a report using Encarta because <laughs> it came with. Um, Oh, it came with Millennium Edition, I think, when I bought the e-machine. Oh yeah, or my mom bought the e-machine. <laughs> yeah, I did a I did a whole fucking report on I think Egypt <laughs> using Microsoft and Carta. Listen, it worked. So, and I didn't even need the internet. All the information was, <laughs> was locked up right there, it was right at your fingertips. That's right. <laughs> there was one though. I think it was Britannica. Um, Britannica. Britannica. Um, and it had uh, Patrick Stewart narrating. <laughs> oh, Which one was it? Ugh, I don't fucking remember. Patrick Stewart. No, I know who Patrick Stewart is. Come <laughs> on. Who doesn't, dude? 
Oh, I but think yeah, it, it was it was one of the super earlier ones, and he he narrated stuff and he read it. Damn. And from what the bigger shit, you right. know, I thought it was so dope. Uh, oh, by the way, on YouTube, uh, you know, YouTube does fundraising um, premieres of like uh, stage productions. Yeah. Uh, this week, I think they're doing Macbeth, Patrick Stewart, motherfucker. God, I've seen that, and I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Yeah. Because it was so fucking good. <laughs> like, there's very few actors for me that stage acting looks so much more difficult than fucking film because. <laughs> Sometimes it's just you and a shitty set. Yeah. And you just have to fucking, you really got to sell it, man. <laughs> and I've seen some pretty shitty plays in my day oh, yeah. where you just kind of drift off. You're like, I don't fucking care it's what's a, going on. It's it's a chore, but you know, if you got to, if you got to get, it. I, I, I actually, that's why most actors actually miss the stage when they, when they talk about acting. And it's like, to me, if it was film or stage, I'd, I'd prefer stage. I'd really yeah. do prefer stage. All right, so segueing into our douchebags of the week, um, my douchebag this week is YouTube. So, <gasps> what a surprise. <laughs> YouTube is pushing it back against claims it its platform is helping promote and spread misinformation surrounding the 2020s U.S. election, saying its most popular videos related to the election are from authoritative Authoritative, sorry, <laughs> authoritative oh. sources. YouTube also claims that it takes measures to stop the spread of videos containing false or misleading claims by not surfacing them in search results or through its recommendation engine. Like other companies, we are allowing these videos because discussion of election results and the process of county votes is allowed on YouTube. To, these videos are not being surfaced or recommended in a prominent way. YouTube wrote this in from its YouTube Insider account in response to a tweet from Bloomberg journalist Michael Mark Bergen, who criticized the company for consistently for inconsistent moderation of the election content. Most of the most popular videos uh, on the election are from authoritative authoritative news organizations. On average, eighty eight percent of the videos in the top ten research come in from you um, in the U S. come from high auth sources um, when people search for election related content. Now, YouTube did not disclose what it considers authoritative, nor did it break down the percentage of views of election content that comes from users typing in phrases such as, uh, or typing in phrases into search box instead of um, following certain channels, selecting, seeking out, seeking out those channels or finding them via Facebook, Reddit, or other sources. Even though its top 10 results um, of election content may contain mainstream media sources, YouTube does not appear to be acknowledging how often users seek out videos from untrustworthy sources or find them online through other means. YouTube has come under fire in the run-up to, to and after Election Day for allowing videos from organizations like One American News that falsely says President Trump won, won re-election and the mass voter fraud is responsible for the loss to President-elect Joe Biden. Unlike Facebook and Twitter, which have been aggressively labeling and monitoring and uh, removing links like posts um like and po likes links sorry god did i have a stroke or something uh <laughs> removing links and posts that spread misinformation surrounding the election youtube says it allows 
people to discuss the outcome of the election and processes like vote counting, even if they do so in a in a way that spreads unproven conspiracies or peddles false information, false or misleading claims. YouTube claims it um, counteracts the spread of such content by limiting how discoverable those videos are using search and its recommended engine. Yeah, but here's my thing with this is how often do people just go to YouTube and search that out as opposed to somebody goes, hey, check out this video that I had and then you open it within YouTube. I mean, yeah. usually stuff like that gets floated around social media or email to friends or, you know, messaged or whatever. And then it floats that way. So that counts for it too. So, I mean, just saying like, well, we don't promote it. We absolve ourselves of any type of responsibility. It's, um, I think that's how YouTube's trying to play it. And I feel, I feel that you very libertarian of them. <laughs> right. I feel that YouTube hasn't been attacked as much as Facebook and Facebook and Facebook. Cause I was going to say Instagram and shit, but they all own it. Um, what's the other thing? TikTok. I mean, no one really gives a fuck what the kids are doing on TikTok. No, no, no. They're, they're doing, I come across a lot of those on my feed for some odd reason. Have they? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, for whatever reason, YouTube hasn't been getting attacked as much, um, for this, but I feel the worst at it, <laughs> um, because they are trying to take that hands off. Like this isn't my fault approach. Right. Which I understand that logic, and I see like if you watch something that's political, the banner at the bottom says, um, like Biden has been declared president elect, and then click here for more, which is a start. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of just misinformation on YouTube, and and it's sometimes it's so funny because I watch news from reputable sources. Um, I don't watch on either side of the political fence. I don't watch fringe weirdo shit. I, I just watch the news. But every once in a while in my recommends mixed in with MSNBC and CNN and all them will be some weird dude who wants to tell me how fucking um, the fucking galaxy is or like the planet's alignment <laughs> is causing the, the election. Like they need to sort that out, I feel. But then it's it's kind of like there's YouTube is such a big thing. How do you police that? Yeah, you know, because well, they've I mean, tried. I YouTube's mean, tried to have the, to make an algorithm to do it. Yeah, but I mean, and if anyone's good at that, it's Google. Yeah, but let's let's keep in mind they did pretty good on getting out those conspiracy videos, which I actually enjoyed watching a lot of the like Sandy Hook stuff and all that stuff. When they started to get a lot of flack for that, they managed to clear a lot of those out. You know, so it's yeah. like. You guys can do it. You just are like, well, we still want people to come on here. You know, I mean, you even see Twitter now, like people are going to Parler, conservatives, and um, everybody's going, oh, Parler for the snowflakes, because it's being touted as, oh, we don't censor here, but they actually do, because I've seen um, mostly liberal people getting notices from from Parler saying that, you know, people are complaining about them. And it's like, yeah. but then I thought it was supposed to be free speech. Oh, it's only free for the other side. Oh, okay. And See, and this this is kind of the it's it's such a weird thing because we live in a time of really transition for the internet as a whole because we want well decent folk <laughs> want the internet's freedom, so like net neutral, whatever, like the freedom to say whatever you want. But then you kind of don't 
because if you give people absolute freedom to say whatever they want, the problem is people are going to say whatever they want. Right. And it's going to be a lot of bullshit. It's going to be a lot of misinformation that's mixed into there. Now, on the flip of that, though, when you're when you go to something like YouTube, which is owned by one of the largest corporations on the planet, you expect a certain level of decorum. <laughs> you know, you're not on Blaze TV for fuck's sake. Right. You know, you you expect at least some form of accuracy in what's being told to you when it comes to certain things. Because I don't give a fuck if someone's trying to tell me, um, like what's best Star Wars or Star Trek, which is a completely subjective thing. You know, but but then also too, if we're if we're stopping the the crazy Trumpers from making videos and stuff like that. Should the flat earthers be on YouTube? Should um, the anti-vaxxers be on YouTube? Now, emotionally, I would say no. But it's kind of a weird, it's just such a weird gray area going on with this. Well, the the, the reason that most times it's because most people kind of go on the assumption of, well, people should be able to ascertain what's bullshit and what's not. The problem is, is that most people don't, even if it is bullshit, they don't care. Yeah. Because it supports their viewpoint. Exactly. And that's the problem. We can't discern what's bullshit and what's real because our predilection for, you know, uh, news that reflects our thoughts is preferred versus, you know, news that is actually true, true, which may not co- which may not align with whatever your, you know, your thinking is. And honestly, I'm more bringing up kind of like a devil's advocate argument towards it because I completely support I mean let's call it what it is a certain level of censorship um, when it comes to these big services like this because I like the idea that these fringe weirdos go to their fringe weirdo websites (laughs) and then they're the only things they the only things they can really link are what's on those weirdo websites so then it's easier for me to go okay yeah I don't care it's like the people that, and that's for both sides. I'm not saying yeah. just for, although right now the the Trumpers are the ones that are being the craziest. But but it's, even it's if like when the, somebody links up a Breitbart article, you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, so as I, soon as I see Breitbart's on, I'm like, okay, so I don't have to listen to this, right? right. You know, because it's dumb. Or, but I I honestly think that there needs to be. I don't know exactly how to do it, but there needs to be a separation between people who just make wild claims and then people who are talking from an educated standpoint or from a basis of fact. Like I've seen videos where they talk about anti-vaxxing, for instance, and they'll list a bunch of fucking studies that either don't exist or have been debunked or, and I will do the research (laughs) and Steve will as well. Like I'll go to the links and see if it's a a reputable source. But a lot of people don't do that and they'll just take it as face value. And my, my biggest advice to that and I tell my kids this and I tell my wife this because my wife is a horrible judge of character. Um, if they're trying to scare you in any way, don't trust it. Yeah. Because fear is the the oldest trick in the book. I'm going to frighten you into believing me. Yeah. You know, if as you've noticed, just to speak of something that's, that's current, Biden, um, a lot of people are like, oh, Biden's not saying anything. Trump's saying he's not going to concede and that it's his election, but Biden's not saying it's because he doesn't have to. Yeah. He's taking the high road. He trusts the system and he trusts the process. He's not going to sit there and be like, oh my God, Trump. He's not going to play the same fear game, which made honestly respect him a lot more. Yeah. 
more than I already did. Well, because no. it, him and Harris haven't really said right. shit. Because they because that gives them validation. Exactly. They yeah. don't have to say anything. Yeah. They're already won. Yeah. You know, they're they're living in reality. That's <laughs> the every day that goes on where they don't really talk about it. And I think the only thing Biden really said, and he kind of said it offhand, that is just that, you know, people voted for this and and then he just says that he's a president for everybody. Like we need yeah. to come together and we need to stop being silly. Right. I feel like he's somebody's dad. Like he's like telling us, listen. <laughs> well, that's kind of what happens when shit goes to fan. The dad, dad has to come in and square everybody away. You know, dad or mom. You know, they have to come in and square everything away. If it's really bad, then dad and mom come in <laughs> and have to square everything away. So that's kind of that. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. So I'm sorry. My wife just texted me and said, "I'm getting a tortoise now." I guess. Uh, <laughs> fucking Doctor Doolittle's crib in my fucking apartment. <laughs> I guess I guess there's this guy who was funny. This is the only person at who used to work at my wife's school um, who was a super Trumper. And he's going through a divorce and he was just going to leave. He has this tortoise that is not fully grown yet. And my first question is, is it a tortoise or is it a water turtle? Because if it's a water turtle, you can fuck off. I don't want that. Because hmm. those things are a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, and she says, a desert tortoise. And he was just going to leave it on the side of the road. <laughs> Oh. I'm like, why is why? Like, there's places you can bring why these animals, people? people. I know it's like those videos that I see people doing that. I'm like, what the? And fuck? my wife has always wanted one, but I've t- she wanted a water turtle before, and I told her no, absolutely not, because they give you salmonella, and you got to that tank has to be perfect. You know, you're basically buying an expensive screensaver because you just want it because it looks cool. Right. I said, but a desert tortoise, whatever. She says it only grows to seven inches. I think it grows a little bigger than that, but whatever. Um, I said, if it makes you happy, go ahead. <laughs> Just know I'm not taking care of it. So I have so many pets for not being a pet person. Um, <laughs> so my douchebag of the week, um, I'm going to I'm going to read this article, and there's a few quotes in here, and you know that if I'm warning you, that they are offensive because I fucking say some off the wall shit. But in the in the spirit of journalism, I'm not going to censor <laughs> the fucking quote. I'm going to read the quote. So, um These are not your words. <laughs> these are not my words. It's not how I feel. I'm just reading it. Okay. The following is going to express views of the lazy geeks. <laughs> That's right. Cuz honestly, the person who's saying this shit is a fucking piece of shit to be real. Anyway, at this point it is neither shocking nor surprising. This is from The Root, by the way. So it's a little, it's um, it's like an African-American-focused um, news site. They're actually pretty dope. But um, it, it's a little more on the opinion end. Like, he tells you the news, but you're going to tell in the way I read it that there's, the dude's pissed off. The dude or the chick. I forget who fucking, well, so like, cool. like, feminist on fire. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like assume us. the chick. So basically like our site. Yeah, it, basically. <laughs> Although a little bit more credibility. <laughs> um, they use the Getty image. Okay. So at this point, it is neither shocking nor surprising that those on the right are spending a fair amount of time lodging sexist and or racist attacks against Vice President-elect Kam- Kam- Is it Kamala or Camilla? It's Kamala. It's Kamala, right? Yeah. Kamala Harris. Um, it's sad because I hear it all the time, but I couldn't remember. It's like a sport to them. Just in the past month or so, Harris has been called an, quote, insufferable lying bitch, end quote, and had it suggested that Joe Biden only picked her as his running mate because she has, quote, a black pussy, end quote. Oh, Jesus. Um, 
Harris even that was the, hence the warning at the beginning. <laughs> um, Harris even had her name mocked by a Senate colleague, David um, Perdue, uh, who is a Republican from Georgia, um, who I will remind you is facing a runoff election on January 5th against Democratic candidate John Ossoff. Uh, I truly hope Georgia comes through and votes this turn out of office. Um, while this article is opinionated, I agree with everything the person says. So, um, anywho, the latest clown to do the walk back of shame is Go Auto Insurance founder and CEO Greg Tremontin, um, known throughout Louisiana as Greg the Go Auto guy, um, who apologized on Wednesday after calling Harris a quote ho. Oh, um, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> quote. Trump was doing it for all the right reasons. He loved this country. It was in trouble, he wrote in a now-deleted Facebook post. According to The Advocate, uh, quote, he doesn't need this, unlike power-hungry Joe and the hoe, end quote. Um, when Tremontin... When Tremontin's post was discovered and shared by a black community activist, Tremontin tried to play the, quote, it was a joke, end quote, card but admitted his words were obviously inappropriate. Quote again, but now I ask myself why. Why did I think for even a second that this was something to express? Uh, Tremontin said in a statement, the advocate notes, I have to be honest that I was caught up in the deep political divide and the toxic rhetoric that this country has been living in for the past several years. My words were hurtful. I sincerely apologize. This is my wake-up call. Translation. Um, I really didn't think this post would get out there and the fact right. that a lot of people did and because I, I actually have a business, this might actually uh, like, hurt my business. So I apologize. And Steve is probably 100 percent right. I always have this just just a small sliver of hope that it really is a fucking wake up call that you need you need to look inside yourself and sort it the fuck out. Because and I'm not gonna read. Well, I guess I'll read the rest out of respect for the person who wrote it, but it's not that much more. And then I'll say what I want to say. Um, it never ceases to amaze me how uh, willing people are to fuck <laughs> to fuck their bag just to run out here and show the world how sexist and or racist they are by sharing a quib about someone who is about to become the most powerful woman in America. Gary Chambers, the activist who shared Tremonton's comment, called on the CEO to step down, especially given the strong black customer base Go Auto enjoys because of its cheaper rates. Quote, this is just an indication of how divided we are as a community and a country right now, Chambers said, according to The Advocate. Regardless of where you stand politically, this is a woman who has ascended to the second highest office in the land, a black woman who has done things in no way to indicate that she is a hoe. Um, the denigration of women in positions of power, particularly women of color, uh, has always been a matter of routine in this country from AOC to forever First Lady Michelle Obama, um, who was compared to a number of primates while she lived in the White House and is still being called a man by those on the right. Female political figures have been a have, have had to face the worst of what this country has to offer, all while still being required to do their jobs at a higher level than any man, which makes Harris's act ascent into the second highest office in the land even more remarkable. And all those who hate her for it will just have to fucking deal with it. Um, Janetta M. Adams. That's right. <laughs> managing editor of The Root. So Fight the power. 
this article, <laughs> but this article kind of hit me too because it's it's all fucking accurate. Yeah, you know, it's it, his statement is not something he said in the heat of the moment. No. It's an incredibly sexist statement. It's so easy for some people to just to just wash aside. Oh, it's a woman, so fuck her. She's a hoe or she's a slut. And just say these weird shit. Like, he obviously doesn't like Biden. He doesn't like Biden just as much as he doesn't like her. But he calls him by his name. Yeah. You know, it's it's disgusting. And it's it's honestly fucking embarrassing. I don't think he should step down as CEO of his own company. I mean, it's, uh, whatever. The market has nothing to do with, with society. But I do think people should stop fucking yeah. let, his, let his company go burn down in the toilet. But that's, that depends if whether he is actually in charge of his own company. Because there's a lot of, like, the dude from... Um, uh, What's the dude, the pizza place that take out pizza? The, oh God. Uh, Papa John's. Papa John's, yeah. That motherfucker is an insufferable racist. He yeah. Multiple and, occasions. And uh, he had to step down from his own company because his board said, you need to go because yeah. we're going to try to save this brand and you can't be here. <laughs> so it depends if he owns his own company, which in those instances, I always like it when they're, when they, they're the CEO or something like that of their, of their own company. And then, but they're not strictly owned by them. So you have somebody, you have the board that goes like, yeah, well, our stock is taking a dive. We have a business to sell, so you needs to go. Yeah, they're the CEO, but they're on the board. Yeah. You know, so. it's usually it's usually like that when the company wasn't always public. And they go public. Yeah. You know, and the the, the boss stays on there as a as a board member. But um it, it's it's disgusting. And this this isn't the first thing I've heard so far um against Harris. Yeah. And it, it's it it pisses me off because like to me, you know, my wife was was very excited that um that she was voted on because obviously she's a she's a woman of color and just a woman in general um as a vice president. So obviously that hits home to her. Um to me, I doesn't even register cuz I don't give a fuck about those kind of details. Like in a in a in a negative way, like it, it doesn't hit. I'm like, oh cool. She. The only thing that I really realized was, oh shit, there's a woman vice president. It's kind of dope, you know. And I I was like, it's cool to have that. You got both voices both voices of the same species in the office at the same time. I I I really dug that, but I didn't think of at first. I didn't think of the implications of her being not white. Right. It just didn't click with me. And obviously, you can call it ignorance or being naive or whatever. I just, I don't know. It just didn't click to me at first. Then you see stuff like this. I'm like, come on guys. Like, what are we doing? Like I've, I've been seeing it all over Twitter. Yeah. Like the rights, like, you know, calling her racial terms. And I'm like, this chick is like way more successful than all of you. Yeah, well, that's why a lot of it comes up because one, she's a woman and she's a woman of color. So obviously that scares the white people in power because then like it's someone like, says she slept her way. I'm like, you can't sleep your way to the vice presidency yeah, I know. of the fucking United States. Cause you, and, and, you know, it's like, you got to be voted. You got to be voted. Like, you know, it's yeah. like, how do you, what, you slept with 75 million people? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's certain, there, I know there's certain women that, I mean, certain chicks that I know that probably have, but you know, in this instance, I don't believe I, it's true. I, I usually go for a more funny douchebag of the week, but I, I saw this article come up. And it just pissed me off. I was like, fuck this dude. Yeah. So if you, I've never heard of this insurance company before, so they must be a little bit more um, on the other side of the country. But if you have this insurance company, I suggest you switch to somebody else. Yeah. You know, make your voice heard with your, with your fucking wallet. Cause a lot of times that's all that that's people all you hear need. anyway. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Yep. 
All right. So the last is my social idiot of the week. So um, Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Close. Let's say it's Toronto till the end of time. (laughs) Donald Trump adjacent. Um, Rick Santorum, (laughs) Rick Santorum, a former top Republican senator, said everyone needs to give the president more time to process his impending election defeat and the Democrats should tone it down with their rhetoric. His comments came in reaction to Biden's campaign, uh, to Mr. Biden's campaign's vow to escort Donald Trump out of the White House. Uh, Give people time, Santorum said on CNN, where he's a political commentator. He just found out that he's probably not going to be the president of the United States here. It's democracy schedule, fellow host Gloria Borgia responded. It's not Donald Trump's. Uh, Santorum uh, criticized the Biden campaign for its valedictory um, turn in messaging. The former vice president has continued to urge patience as all votes are counted. But after hearing Mr. Trump has no plans to concede, the campaign said the United States government is perfectly capable of escorting trespassers out of the White House. The former GOP senator from Pennsylvania and presidential candidate also said Democrats would have responded similarly by leveraging by levying charges of voter fraud had uh, had they been the ones falling behind. If Joe Biden was going to win by 10 points and he loses fraud, this would be outcry from the other side, too. Now, Mr. Santorum's defense. Uh, defense of the president he also said on Friday criticizing the president's White House anti-concession speech much of that statement is not factual and was at times incendiary and not something the president of the United States should say Mr. Santorum said but how can how can you say we have to wait and count the votes in Arizona and I can win this thing if you count the votes in Pennsylvania you're stealing them because the, the re- that's what we were talking about earlier. Exactly, because the reality in the uh, the reality is in Pennsylvania, Democrats voted by mail and Republicans voted in person, and it's because you asked them to do so. Right. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's shocked. Like you, you, you're you're sitting here trying to tell me that Republicans didn't vote by mail as much as Democrats. Yeah, dumbass, because your fucking fearless leader over there told you to. Exactly. And since you can't bother to take your his dick out of your fucking mouth for long enough to think. <laughs> You did exactly what he said. Exactly. So that's why Democratic votes came up later, because you always count the in-house, in-house first votes first. And but it's it's funny too came because in like the Avengers at the end the end game, yeah, bro. I know. I know that I know that video. It's so great. <laughs> uh, he doesn't need time. He just it's like oh yeah because I remember afterwards they were like you know the, the Republicans were saying. Well, the Republicans said even after they won, the Republicans said there was fraud in the election because Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. And so it's like, you you know, and and when Hillary Clinton lost a lot, one of my nobody, one, nobody protested. Nobody, you know, we just protested Trump when he got in there. <laughs> one of my proudest tweets I've ever done. And it was recent, too. But I really need to un, I need to learn how to use tags in tweeting because I don't tag anything. So nobody ever sees it was when I said Trump whining about the election is the equivalent of when my homie used to say the controller wasn't working when he was losing in <laughs> video games. You know, because it's the same thing. It's like yeah. you can't you can't cry foul every time you don't win something. Right. And I think I think yes we're seeing, you know, the the really super trumpers 
on on TV and they're doing their little march and that's fine. They're within their right to do that. But I think a lot of people who were riding with with Trump are like, you know what? Fuck this clown, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's he's just he's showing his hand. Yeah, well, what? And, well, I mean, look at what happened. I mean, he lost G- Georgia. He lost New, um, Arizona. Mm-hmm. You know, he um, he swung all the 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 Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania all swung back Democrat. So it's like, look, dude, you lost a lot of people. But you know, whole states, like states that no one thought, like Arizona had been had been on the on the brink for a while. But the the turn in Arizona was a lot more than anyone expected. You watch the local news over here; they they're like, yeah, I mean, we expected to turn blue eventually, but not this much. Yeah, like it was it was a pretty heavy flip, and it was across the board, you know. And but Georgia, dude, like what the <laughs> I fuck? Know, I know it's funny. It makes sense though because Georgia has such a large um, African American community, but yeah. they probably weren't voting. Yeah. And, you know, the reason why it came so close is because you probably the reason why I think it came so close, even with the runoff, you know, with the election of the two senators is because a lot of people started to realize you need to downvote because um, somebody was saying that, you know, Obama won with this many. But, you know, they were seeing a lot less numbers in senators and stuff like that. And the people were going, yeah, because there's the down. It's called a downvote. It's like when you just vote. Just they go. Um, somebody goes. Yeah, I I knew he goes because I was in Georgia and Georgia had a ten page ballot, and people went in there and four minutes. Well, they had they, a lot on the. They had a lot of propositions, didn't they? Yeah. Well, we did too in California, but they yeah. said that people went in there and four minutes later they were out going Obama because they just voted Obama. They didn't vote anywhere else um, up and down line, and I think that's Which a lot of people do. They yeah. they'll just vote for what they know, and then they. I don't I don't vote for any of the um the judges. Yeah. I don't know anything. I don't fucking know any judge in Arizona. <laughs> but, you know, in, in a lot of instances, it's like, you know, we need to train people to understand that congressman, House of Representatives and, and Senate is just as important as president, yeah. governor and mayor. You know, it's, it's just as important. I vote for the only thing I don't vote for is the judges. <laughs> Everyone else I'll vote for. Like, I'll know who they are and shit. Right. But I don't know why I don't know who the judges are. I, I just don't. Well, this is the same thing here. I mean, we have judges or... um. Or uh, committees for like uh, the um, uh, call the community college district, yeah. And it's like I was like I don't know any of these people. But this last election, I looked and I only voted for educators because I go, you know what? I think yeah. we should have educators in <laughs> if they're discussing. A lot of this. times, a lot of times, like when it's something that that I know about the office, but I don't know the people. Like like education is something with that. Um, I'll vote for the the party that I align with with that particular topic well they didn't so even I do would that vote on, for a democrat on our california ballots they don't introduce them by party affiliation it's just their name and their occupation yeah but you know i hit them i do i fucking vote at home bro i fucking google search real quick <laughs> you know what i mean that's another reason why i like voting at home because when you vote at the polls you're almost pressed to hurry up yeah you know and you need to know what what's what when you well get that's why you get the sample ballot exactly yeah. but voting from home is the best way to vote <laughs> Because I don't have, I get my ballot. It takes me about three days to fill that bitch out. Because mm. I'll do research. I'll start looking. Not for the I know the presidents, um, but I'll just double check some things, make sure. Hey I man, Kanye came close, but you know <laughs> I voted for him. I'm not there. I said it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, thanks for tuning in. If you like this little slice of joy, 
and would like to help us out, you can donate. All donations will help us improve uh, quality of the shows or can get us a beer with lunch. I mean, that's nice. I just had a beer, but I had to buy it. The audacity. <laughs> um, head over to thelazygeeks.com and click on the PayPal link. And I mean, if you can listen to this podcast, you can donate 30 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> you can donate 50. <laughs> uh, and if you can't help us out monetarily, comment. Share it, um, share it with people you like or don't like. You know, we don't care. Just get the word out. Yeah. <laughs> Give a fuck who you talk to. <laughs> exactly. Um, They're your friends. My, They're... <laughs> I was just selling my son on the fucking podcast today, <laughs> telling him where he can download that bitch. <laughs> my son really shouldn't be listening to this podcast. I don't care. Um, check out other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network. We have a Star Trek podcast, The Awake Team. New episodes every Friday. Uh, the Truly Pointless Podcast, new episodes every Tuesday, and The Fine Line, new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, you can find all these shows wherever you get this show. And reach out to us. Touch us. Cuddle. Oh. Cradle. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Tickle, if you even. Mm, uh, yeah. Or leave us a comment, questions, or ideas. Yeah. I mean, those are fun, too. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, in this in this social distancing world, you know, okay, those we'll take those. Uh, hey, do you think anyone's trying to revisit the way they had sex in, in Demolition Man? Now that we're all social <laughs> I know. distancing. I know, huh? I was like, the shells, <laughs> the shells. Put your fucking Oculus on your head. Let's get going. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Uh, you can hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us the mailbag at thelazygeeks.com. All right, so that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Uh we're thinking so you don't have to. And uh, remember to wear a goddamn mask. Yeah.